Hallelujah. Boy, we can do this all day. I am good. What's it called? The, the wise and the stable. Is that what y'all call it? What's this name? The, the old and the wise group. What, what, what's this name? What we call this? What we call this team? Oh, the seasoned saints. My bad. My bad. Amen. Them, them saints. Man, oh man. Give, will y'all give them a, a round? Amen. 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 They, man, they bless my heart. I didn't even want to get up off the bench today. They bless my heart. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Ah. It's so good to be in the house. Uh, Pastor Kay, you know I love you. You're my mom. And I appreciate it. This week has been a kind of interesting week. It's been an interesting week for me this week. I started it off. Um, I, I text Eddie. And I asked Eddie to send me Pastor's last sermon. Which ironically would have been the day. And I have a little growth that I've had to go through. First time I listened to a sermon in one year, any sermons of it, because the pain. But I decided to listen to it before coming on today. And one of the things that he said, not in his sermon, but apparently I must have preached the Sunday before because when he got up, he acknowledged me. And he said, Derek, and he must have been looking at me off stage and while I was looking at him, I could just see his eyes looking at me. And he said, Derek, the growth that I've seen you with. He said, you're my son. You're my son. And that put it on me because I started to understand what sonship is really all about it's reflecting the character of your spiritual father pastor Felix was and is my spiritual father and I'm proud to be a son in the house today amen amen Today, I want you to get your Bibles ready. I, I know I didn't bring mine. I'm using my phone today. But we're going to be in John chapter 15 today. And we're going to read verses 1 through 8. But what I want you guys to do for me, I want you to read this verse in the context of being a parent. I want you to use it in the context, and I want you to see it in the lens of being a parent. 
And for the young people that we have in here, I want you to reflect on this as you being the child. Because I'm going to show you some things in the scripture that God has been downloading to me that I want you guys to hear. I've been liking the New Living Translation lately, so I want to read from that this morning. And I'm going to read that. I'll pray. And we'll let the Lord have his way. I am the true grapevine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit, and he prunes the branches that bear fruit so they will produce even more. You have already been pruned and purified by the, let me take my glasses up, by the message I have given you. Remain in me and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine. And you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Yes, I am the vine. You are the branches. For those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a useless branch and withers. Such branches are gathered in a pile to be burned. But if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want and I will be, it will be granted. When you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. This brings great glory to my Father. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord God. It is preaching time, Father God, and I'm scared out of my socks. So whatever you've downloaded into me, Father God, I just ask that you bring out, Lord God. Sometimes I scream a little bit. Sometimes I get excited. But don't let that excitement, Lord God, allow somebody not to hear what you're saying, Lord. So calm me down, Lord God. Let the word be clear and concise. Let the word cut. Let the word soften. Let the word be a call to action for someone, Lord God. Let me not be a hindrance to any of that. We love you, Father. I love you. And I just ask for your word to go forward, Lord God, and allow it to do what it does to your people. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. I said we pray. Lord, have mercy. A couple questions for you really quick. Just to start off, and they're rhetorical. Or you can ask, answer. I don't mind. We can do a call and response. I'm good with this. What would make you, as a parent, so excited to see the accomplishments? Or 
What accomplishments would excite you about your child? That when you think about it right now, a smile comes over your face or a tear runs down your eye because they made you proud as a parent. Think about that as we deal with this. John's book, let me give you some historical context. John's book is interesting. I love it. John uh, is the apostle that Jesus loved. And I was talking to Elder John yesterday as I got prepared, and he reminded me that Christ asked John to take care of his mother. Not any of his siblings, but he asked John. And in that fourth gospel of John, here it is. I'm going to make it black and white. He, without a doubt, says that Jesus is the Messiah. He is God. That's what John's gospel is all about. He is God. So you see those I am statements throughout John of God telling Jesus telling you who he is. But the other thing that I want to share with you today is how John talked about the abundant life and bearing fruit. The abundant life and bearing fruit is where I want to get with you today. Now, let me tell you some characteristics of fruit. Fruit takes on the character of the tree. Have y'all ever heard the expression, the fruit don't fall far from the Yeah. The fruit takes on the character of the tree because of the nutrients that has went inside of it. And it goes out to that fruit and it allows that fruit to be there and it doesn't fall far from it. The second characteristic It's always visible. You can see it. You can see the fruit. And as Christian men and women, people should see our fruit. Should see it. And the last thing, the fruit is not for the tree. The fruit is for others. And that's why he allows us to keep producing fruit. But we have to go through a process to keep doing it over and over and over again. And so those characteristics I want us to really think about as we go through this. First scripture. God says, I am the true grapevine, and my father is the gardener. When we go to Isaiah 5 and 7, what it starts and begins to talk about, and I'm going to keep moving this thing because they were dogging me. I'm going to tell y'all, they was dogging me. See, I got a good armor bearer. He came and told me. They said, Derek, no, 
that his head is too big to be in this thing. And I understand, but I don't like anything in my hand. If I got to go to the mic because this thing can keep going, but I don't appreciate y'all talking about my big head. All right? Don't appreciate it. Isaiah 5 and 7. <laughs> Get back to it. Amen. The vineyard. That was the true vine in the Old Testament. The people of Judah were the branches. But what God says here, what Jesus says here, and if you have a Bible and it's in red letter, this is what Jesus says, I am the true vine. Me. Unequivocally, I am the true vine. And my father is the gardener. So when those people were back in the back old days talking about Baal and Balak and Malak and whoever it is that they was going to serve, it's really no different than us today. Our gods are Facebook, YouTube. Uh, am I hitting it yet? Mercedes, BMW. What's them bags the ladies be wearing that cost a lot of money? What they call? Gucci. Those are our small G gods today. Right? Our small G, and I, and I characterize small G. It's anything that takes time from God that you could be using to learn and to stay connected to the true vine. Those are the things. And see, when we're connected to the true vine, the gardener inspects us even while we're on the vine. And he begins to look for things that we shouldn't have. Parents, have you ever told your child, I, I, I want to I know the people that you are around on a daily basis because they might influence the direction of the child? Now, don't get hung up on child and this and this. Because we ch children of God, we can all say that, right? So God observes while we're on the vine. Two, he cuts off every branch of mine. This is Jesus talking. He cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit. And he prunes the branches that do produce fruit even more let's talk about pruning huh pruning pruning is a process of getting those dead and diseased branches off the vine so you snip them so it don't catch on to the to the vine that's producing fruit or budding flowers the second thing in producing, it, it, you, the, the, the pruner will prune those branches that are crossing each other because they cut into the branch and that creates uh, scratches 
that pests can infest and cause disease. So he cuts it. He cuts it off. And then there's those broken branches. They're already broke. So he cuts it. See, he begins, the gardener is looking at those things in life that doesn't allow you to grow. They take people out of your life because they're hindering your growth. They take different things. He takes different things. He's pruning those activities that are keeping you away from spending time with him. He prunes it. And he keeps pruning it for us to be better. Because he can see farther than we can see. And sometimes we don't understand that, right? So let me ask the parents in here. Have you ever said or has it ever been said to you that a hard head makes a... Oh, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think Nell and Clay use that other word, but a hard head makes a soft behind. And what were they telling us? The decisions that we make have consequences. And they reflect the tree. Have you ever, as a parent, ever your child was getting ready, you, go, you say after you vetted the parents and everything else, your child was getting ready to go spend the night over somebody else's house, and you told them, you better represent when you go over here. When you're at the table eating, don't be using your finger to scooch the food over in the plate. You, you do what you was taught. But even more serious. And God, this is how God works. I was sitting just meditating on the word and, and this pop because it wasn't on my sermon. And he said, he said, when those children leave the house, and I got one that's about to, he's 16. If it gets pulled over by the police, you make sure that you tell him, keep his hands on the steering wheel. When they come up to you, yes, sir, no, sir. Turn your music down, because I know what you're listening to. Turn it down. And why do you tell them that as a parent? Because you want them to come back home. God wants you to come back home. That's why he prunes devil don't like that.
There you go. Devil don't want you to hear this. I need to go to something else. to the mic. What you want me to do? Okay. All right. Hold on. We're going to try. We're going to try. Amen. Amen. So I want to reflect. Uh, there's a parable in Luke. And it's about Jesus. Oh, I don't know. It's about a man that goes over and he sees this fig tree. And the fig tree is barren. And the man seemed disappointed at the fig tree because it didn't have any fruit. And it was a reflection on the man because the fig tree was in the vineyard. And God says to the guy, I've been coming here, or the guy, I don't know if it was God, because, you know, there was disappointment. I don't, God sees things. I don't know if it's, he's disappointed. He knows. He, he does have feelings for us when we disappoint him and we don't have fruit. But he said, I've been coming over and over for the last three years. You're still sitting in the same place. We're still doing the same things. And all I see is leaves. This is what I need to happen. Cut it down. Cut it down. Because it's taking up space in my vineyard. But oh, thank God for the gardener. Because I would have been cut down so long ago, it's ridiculous. I thank God for the gardeners. Does anybody have a way? I thank God for the gardener. Because the gardener said, give me one more year with him. Give me just one more year with him. And let me, let me put the stuff in the ground. Let me fill him with some word. Let me do something so he can produce some fruit. And if he doesn't do it when he comes back in that one year, I'll cut him down. We got to stop sitting in seats. Not moving. We can have a good word. But if you're not doing anything with the word, Me included. Time in my life that I did not produce a thing. Thank God somebody prayed for me, cared about me, and got me to where I need to be. Verse 3. So 
I, I do want to say this rhetorical question. So parents, what are you willing to do for your child to succeed? What are we willing to do for our child to succeed? Verse 3. You have already been pruned and purified by the message I have given you. The disciples walked with Jesus for 16, or excuse me, three and a half years. Three and a half years. He was putting the word in them. He was the word. He is the word. So they got the word. So they were pu purified and pruned with the word. Some of us walked, I know I did, with pastor for 16 years. He gave the word, some, some more, some less. But I tell you, I may be biased, but that man could deliver the word. <laughs> But pastor would say this to all of the, uh, us that were under his tutelage. You don't ever follow me. He always pointed us to the God. You don't ever follow a man or a woman. You follow God, and that's what he did. And because it's, it's very obvious in the text. Sometimes we don't see it. It's obvious in the text. The disciples walked with him for three and a half years. But there was one that still sold him out for 30 pieces of silver. You have to stay connected to the vine even when the word is flowing through you. Stay connected to the vine. Number four, remain in me and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is served, severed from the vine. And you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. But see, we get, we get a little bit distorted by that conversation. God is saying, remain in me. What we hear is, all right, if I remain in you, and, and I see all these other people, the gate of the eye, the gate of the ear. I see all these other people prospering. Everybody else is prospering. I come to church every single week. I'm in here all the time. And yet I'm not prospering. Because what we see in our eye, we compare ourselves to you, 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 and you. Somebody call them the Joneses. That's the fruit of the world that you're trying to get to. And I'm not talking about something that I haven't done. I have had oftentimes, not recently. I was like, dude, I'm, I'm tithing this money. And man, I, I could have me a ride with some wheels and I can be blaring my meal. I could, I could get me a upgrade my house. 
stop paying these tithes. See, we're dealing with the world and we're dealing with God. The fruit he's talking about has nothing to do with the world because every good Christian would know that if you're doing what the world is doing, you are not doing what God is doing. And what we end up trying to do is blend that. We try to do a little bit of God and a little bit of world. Is that the word? Lukewarm. Here's what Paul says in Philippians 4 and 11. I learned how to be content in all things. When I had money, when I didn't have money, I just tried to stay even keeled so I could continue to remain in God. And then in 13, he really says it. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, but I have to stay connected to the vine. Here's what he says in five, and I'm going to hurry. Yes, I am the vine. You are the branches. He repeated it. He already said it in, in, in the first verse. I'm the true vine. But he says it in five again. So when, when the Bible it becomes repetitious, stop and listen to what the Bible is saying. Because he's trying to tell us something. Yes, I am the vine. You are the branches. Those who remain in me, those. What does that tell us? Those. Everybody is not going to remain in him. Because they just have leaves. And no fruit. Everybody's not. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Lukewarm. Come here, B. Hurry up. I'm going to put your left foot close to the end of the stairs. Turn it this way and face that way. Dude, I said turn it this way and face that way. Turn all the way around. Now put your right foot. Yeah, see, you had to do that. Put your right foot on this one. On this one. Now walk. Ooh, Lord. Wait a minute. Y'all off balance? What's going on? Turn around. Turn around. Go this way. Do, do it with that foot. Look at it. How does that feel? Uncomfortable? Do you, you kind of feel a little stupid, a little crazy? Go on and sit down. That, that's my visual rep, uh, representation of how we look when we're trying to stay in the vineyard and stay in the world. It, it, it's awkward. You, you look kind of stupid. Yeah. It don't feel good. You're off balanced. That's how that looks. When we try to do both, when we try to juggle. And God is saying, remain in me. Remain in me. I'll, I'll get you through that. Remain in me. So you don't have to be off balance. 
so you don't have to feel awkward. So I can help you with your decision making. Parents, I say again. What is it that you wouldn't do to make your child successful? God was willing to do it all. He went to Calvary to pay it all. Amen. Amen. He went to Calvary to pay it all. Here's what I could tell you. Here's what I know. And I haven't looked at the Quran and uh, looked at Jehovah's Witness and all their doctrine and everything else. But what I can tell you is there's no other deity that died for his people so that they may have life. And to live it what? More abundantly. That's what I can tell you without reading anything else. I'm going to skip the verse 8 for time's sake. When you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. That's what the word says. Not disciple. You, you think of what he said in one. I'm the true vine. He says in eight. You are my true disciples when you produce fruit. This brings what? Great glory to the Father. Great glory. This is a process. We all started from no fruit, some fruit, much fruit. It's a process. If I wanted to get spiritual, I would call it sanctification. That's becoming more like Christ. And Christ bared fruit, bared fruit, it's a process, no tithing, some tithing, much tithing, it's a process, and as long as you stay connected, The process will work. I'm living proof of that process. Because I was on all spectrums and I'm still learning. See, this is the ride of a Christian. But like Paul says, stay even. There's some things still in my life, no fruit got to be pruned. Prunes the branches that have fruit. Gets the disease off so we can produce more fruit. 
That's what that is all about. Somebody said you got to get on the wheel over and over again. And the potter is going to keep taking out the things that he doesn't like on it. And sometimes that's painful. And what ends up happening, we blame that guy with the red tail. And it's not the guy with the red tail. It's the guy that is your father and loves you. Amen. Sometimes um, we just want to hear and we want to be affirmed that we did a good job. That's all. We did a good job. Hey, B, I appreciate you, bro, being on the high on a roll. Now, I didn't know they had a low on a roll <laughs> or even just an honor roll. But I got an email. My wife and I got an email that said he was on the high on a roll. Father, father, father. Well done. Well done. That's all the Father is trying to get us to do. Go through the process. At the end of the process, well done, good and faithful servant. Well done. That's what that's all about. If you remain in him, if you're not just a person that has leaves and produce no fruit. Has this word blessed you today? Amen. Amen. Got one more thing. Um, and I'll give you the cue, John. I want to play a little song. See, we, we had the seasoned saints up here. And they was doing their thing. They was doing their thing. But I brought a little song that I want to play real quick. And the reason I must play it is because I'm going to come back and I'm going to take five seconds. I mean, not five seconds. Let's say of one minute, 60 seconds. And I'm going to give you an acronym for bless so that you will understand whether you have no fruit some fruit or much fruit how you do it in the acronym of bless so if you have a pen be ready to write it down hit it DJ Living every moment, no regrets Smile up on my face, I'm like, oh, yes, I'm blessed Yes, I'm blessed, yes.
waking up, thanking God. Every day is feeling just like Sunday. Wifey fly by my side. Green light, everything is going my way. Riding clean, living dreams. Just left the barber and I'm feeling like Midas. Heard him say, give him praise. What's in the water got you acting like this? Ain't a day gone by that I don't try to thank the Lord up above. And if you wonder why I'm loving life, come close and I tell you what's up. Ask me how I'm doing, I'm blessed. Yes. Living every moment, no regrets Smile up on my face, I'm like, oh, yes, I'm blessed Yes, I'm blessed, yes Ask me how I'm doing, I'm blessed, yes Living every moment, no regrets Smile up on my face, I'm like, oh, yes, I'm blessed Yes, I'm blessed, yes Playing cards, laughing hard Barbecuing, waking up the whole block Music loud Turning out, little kids are breaking out the bus stop. It's okay. Life is good. Just produce good. And every moment, no, I can't forget. I gotta say, I won't change. You're the reason that I am like this. In a day go by that I don't try to thank the Lord up above. And if you wonder why I'm loving life, come close and I'll tell you what's up. Ask me how I'm doing, I'm let me give a miss. Living every moment, no regrets. Smile up on my face, I'm like, oh, yes, I'm blessed. Yes, I'm blessed. As Christians, when we bear much fruit, we are a blessing. And that's what God wants us to be a blessing. So be. Begin with prayer. Take time to ask God every morning, Lord, where can I join you in your work today? Where will you be? Because wherever he is, is the vineyard. And it's ripe. And he'll lead you there. L, listen. Do more listening than we do talking when we pray. When you meditate on his word, he reveals things to you. Listen. E, for those of you with no fruit and those of you with much fruit, eat together, fellowship. Get outside of your comfort zone. Learn somebody. In this age of COVID, we've separated ourselves. And we need to get back together and fellowship. Learn people's names. Learn what they're about. S. Much fruit. Serve someone else. We got a house, people that are unhoused, people living in cars. Big Mike, I don't know if you're talking about 18-year-olds being emancipated and not having nothing. Serve 
The fruit is not just to hang on the tree. It's to be eaten. Last S. Have a story. A testimony. And I don't want to hear a testimony about those are good, but 20 and 30 years ago testimonies. We serve a God of today. And you can get a story to tell people today. That's the testimony. Because if we're asking him to join where he's working, he will give you a story on how he did what he does, not us. We're the vessel to be used. Amen. May we stand to our feet? I'm done. I wanted you to stand because you've been sitting for a little while. It's 1022, a little bit later than we normally are. But I wanted to ask if there's anybody that would like a relationship with this God that we serve. Anybody that wants to call the Father, the Father. Anyone that wants to be a son or a daughter. If that's you, and if we have any elders here that would like to be up front, I'd, I'd love it. We got to get in the habit of asking. And if anybody wants that relationship or does not have that relationship, we invite you down. Pray for you and ask you those words. If you're a no fruit person, some fruit, and you just want prayer today, we're here for you. We're here for you. Amen. Sometimes we just need somebody to touch us, to release some things in our life. And we just need to say, and have somebody pray over us. Amen. Amen. We have time for you. It's not a rush thing. Amen. See a young man coming. We got, amen. Come on down, get prayed for. Amen. 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 Come on down. It's okay. It's okay. And that's coming from a guy that had zero fruit at one time. None to give. Hurt, broken. That's how I found myself at restoration. I needed to be restored from brokenness. So I appreciated somebody praying with me, for me. Somebody giving me nurture so that one day I might have fruit to give. So I want to thank you of those that I know it's hard sometimes, but God is there and he's watching over us.